0: welcome to episode 101 of the two on three podcast where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes you should follow us at two on three pod on Twitter and you can send us email at
1: holla, holla.
0: at two on3pod.com you know how much we love to hear from you I'm Chris and you can find me untangling the dark underbelly of love actually at CD villasignor on Twitter and with me is Ty where can we find you unraveling classic holiday rom-coms
2: you can find me being apoplectic about the espn alumni debate about whether or not love actually is good at seatjk and i I fall on the side of not good and i think we've established that in the past
0: (laughs) i i have come to the conclusion that i i enjoy it while it's wildly problematic and i was reminded this week that the actor thomas brody sangster who plays liam neeson's young son young drummer son better known as
2: jojen reed (laughs)
0: You're better known as Jojen Reed and and, um, Star Wars Bridge Officer 2 in The Force Awakens. Um, At the time of filming that movie is five years younger than Keira Knightley. (laughs) It's just five years. So if you do some math, Keira Knightley, at the release of that film, is 18 years old. So when she's making this film, she's likely... Old sixteen, young seventeen, because mm-hmm. you know it takes a while for these movies to come out. Right. So my favorite subplot of this movie is this twenty-six-year-old man has a sixteen-year-old bride. They have a lavish church wedding, <laughs> and his thirty-year-old best friend wants this girl for himself. This, this, it needs exploring. We need, we need, it, it needs to. People, but people love this. People love this movie. Everyone loves the fact that he comes to the door and he shows her the cards. I will love you forever because I've known you since you were 14. That was, was two years ago. I don't know. It's the whole thing is, the whole thing
2: is, it's, it's, it's not good. Well, my problem with the whole thing is what happens right after that when she goes yeah, back she, inside? Well, she, she runs down the road. She kisses him. What?
0: Oh, right, right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then she run then she dashes back inside to her, I don't know, to live her life for the next 20 years <laughs> to live under the under the thumb of some old man that she's married as a high school senior. she's basically instead of going to the prom, Karen Knightley had a lavish church wedding with like
2: trumpets and stuff. She shouldn't have kissed him. so full disclosure <laughs> <Bring this. laughs> uh, once post high school. Uh, I may have made an ill-advised move on a friend of mine's girlfriend. There were circumstances, extenuating circumstances that led me to believe this was a good idea. Um, and after, you know, confessing to, to her about how I felt, I, she, we made out. Oh no. And it created this whole like month's really? worth of drama. Re- oh my really God. Yeah. did It's, it. just, it's oh, the stupidest thing it. I've ever done. <laughs> This was your this was
0: your unbridled romanticism thing that you couldn't control,
2: pretty much. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you
0: created you created some love drama, and then and then you played the cards, and she was into it,
2: right? So oh, the, 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 this s- is bad- the short version of the story is that we were all hanging out as a group, and he like left to go work a job and was gone, and then I was led to believe that their relationship was ending, and that he had actually met someone else in the place that he was at. Okay, and then. Whatever happened between us happened And then she uh, decided to tell him And then he like Came back immediately And, then, and it ruined our friendship as you would expect Sure, that's gonna yeah. happen Yeah, well, Neither I one think... of us married that girl So who gives a shit Right <laughs> <laughs> Someone gives a shit I mean, that's not a terrible thing
0: to say Anyway
2: It didn't that's... matter, none of it mattered The fact that I thought that's... it mattered at the time is the mistake
0: Right, this is, this is just basically Looking at high school through a through a lens of thirty years, in my case thirty years. Like looking at that, the at high school through that lens, I, I try not to be that way with my own daughter. Who you know she's, you know, these boys are cute. I really like him. It's like okay, I don't want to discount that because it was very real when I was was yeah. a
2: young person as well. So you have to you have to sort of balance that. Yeah, I uh, wish though at some point my mom would have sat me down and been like, you know. None of this matters. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have
0: believed her anyway. So let's. I mean, no, why but at would least she, it would have given would me she... food for thought. <laughs> that's not. Anyway, anyway, so that's Love Actually. That's my favorite part of Love Actually. Now, when I watch it, um, maybe, um, maybe next year I'll dig up something else that's wildly heinous about Love Actually because there's plenty of it. It's all pretty bad. <laughs> It's all there's. Every 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 facet of that movie that we all enjoy and like. There's just it's awful, it's terrible.
2: You know, speaking of uh Kira Knightley, we as a family watched that Nutcracker in the Four Realms movie. It is a Disney Nutcracker that came out last year.
0: Okay, I'm. Uh, Keira Knightley
2: it. is in it. She is okay. the Sugar Plum Fairy Queen, whatever. All right, the um, tall
0: teeth, Sugar Plum Prairie, prairie uh, Sugar Plum, <laughs> Sugar Plum Plum, <laughs> you want to try Sugar again? Plum, the tall teeth. Sugar Plum Fairy Queen.
2: Yes, and Thank you. she essentially is doing what seems to be a uh, Helena Bonham Carter impression the whole time. It's really some odd choices. Well, I mean, Helena
0: Bonham Carter's whole career is based on odd choices. So if you're channeling her, you obviously get into the world of odd choices.
2: <laughs> is that what we're going to end up with with Kira Knightley? Like, it is it? If she's lucky, she, <laughs> if she's lucky. I mean, she, come on. She, yeah, she was. She would have been a nice addition to the Harry Potter franchise. I think she would have fit in just fine. Right. I mean, if you're an act, if
0: you're, are you even an English actor? If you're not in the Harry Potter movies <laughs> in some way, shape, or form,
2: do you even do you even count as an English actor? I mean, it it is very impactful. I, I love Harry Potter so much, and David Thewlis in Harry Potter so much mm. that I even like David Thewlis when he's being like terrible and disgusting, like in Fargo. Like, I, he was my favorite character. Or in Dragonheart, your favorite movie. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Enough of, enough of such shenanigans. You... Well, I have
2: one other important thing. Oh, you're going to... Oh, yes. gonna, or you're going to... going to tee me up? Yeah, I was going to tee you up. Oh, sorry. You... I had a segue already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wanted to chat about the fact that you're also not young anymore.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, speaking of people that used to be young, uh, I attended a Christmas party on Saturday night, and it wasn't anything... Out, you know, outlandish. Nothing crazy happened. It was a very just grown up kind of get together. Come over, have some drinks, a few laughs. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And over the course of, I don't know, I guess four hours. So we went out to dinner, and I had a cocktail with dinner. And then we went to the party, and we we're at the party from eight to midnight, roughly. Drink. And I drank a six pack, which enough that I had my wife drive home. Of course. Okay. Um. Smart. Yeah. Responsible. <laughs> But not like aggressive, like not in a way that I felt like, well, this was a lot. I drank a lot. And I w- felt like absolute hell the next day. <laughs> I was like, what? Like when, when I saw you on my birthday and I had all kinds of different drinks and that was in a, a similar period of time, but I had mixed. I wasn't surprised to be hungover the next day. Sure. Drinking a six pack of basically, you know, I don't Coors originally wasn't. It was a Kulshin lager. You don't care. But the point right. is, is it's a very straightforward sort of lager beer that shouldn't really do that much to me. I mm-hmm. I was like, I threw up at like 12.30pm <laughs> the next day. My god. <laughs> yeah, You're a mess. I, I'm just done. That's it for me. Day yeah. drinking only from now
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> no more of this night drinking. I find in my drinking that drinking up front feels very doesn't feel different at all to me like the same amount of alcohol makes me feel about the same when today than when i was young huh. you know if i step it up a little bit and drink a little more i feel pretty much the same i don't i don't really feel like i'm a cheap date in that way but the payment on the end, on the other side, is where old is. It lives on the other side of drunkenness. <laughs> it lives it lives in recovery land, which is just this awful hellscape of, why, why is my body doing this right now? Yeah, yeah I,
2: th- I think it just boils down to the fact that I think I drank the last three beers in probably the last hour we were at the party. Yeah. Like, it was sort of just social drinking, and then, like, I just crushing them at the end, and it was yeah. just the, the speed and velocity with which I was consuming them with no water to speak of. And that, and
0: then again, you probably didn't feel much different than you usually would if you drank that much alcohol, but then on the other side, that's where, yeah. that's where, that's where the payment comes. It was disappointing, and I was I was, disap- <laughs> I was upset with myself <laughs> It happens to all of us eventually It just happened to you now. It did. <laughs> It's episode 101, and we get a visit from the man behind the podcast, Podcasting 101, for a very special triple segment that we're calling The Bay Bracket. In this segment, we are happy to welcome Pro- prolific podcaster Jay, the man in charge of Monkey Poo Studios. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at 7 Days a Geek. That's S7 EVN Days a Geek. Welcome to the show, Jay. Uh, go ahead, tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about you and uh, what you're up to over there in the podcast world.
1: Well, thanks for inviting me on. And yeah, I, I regret uh, 10, 11 years ago creating that Seven Days of Geek uh- Twitter name, I didn't know it'd be so difficult when I'd be giving it out as a, a podcast name all the time. Uh, over at Monkey Poo Studios, I do three podcasts. I do Seven Days a Geek, which we've been doing for almost eight years. Uh, Podcasting One on Ones like five or six years old now, and Deconstructing Dads a couple years old. Uh, they've all kind of run a little uh, behind schedule lately, but we're building back up. I'm looking to. Try a new thing in uh, January. January fifteenth, I'll be launching new episodes of all the shows, and uh, I haven't quite decided whether I can keep them all weekly or some biweekly. But my launch will be like Wednesdays every week for the shows. And that is a lot of work, man. <laughs> we do, we, it
0: do is. we do we do one little goofy podcast, and it's just it's uh, it's hard. But uh, man, keeping up with uh, a number of properties is uh, is uh, God. I
2: can't imagine. But it's, it's, uh, it's become like a bit of an obsession of
1: what What's that? I
2: was saying that sounds like the opposite of what I would be willing to do. We we set this up. I told you, we record in the cloud. I don't have any fancy equipment. We just get connected and and let's talk for a bit.
1: Well, it is that simple. And when you've been doing it a few years. I mean, it depends on how much. You guys do a lot of post-production work, though. You add in uh, some sound effects, clips, and stuff, right? So it can be a little daunting in that. I I go back and forth. It depends on if if I do a a special episode or something. But for the most part, like you guys, it's some friends talking and, you know, Maybe some quick edits, but uh, I just like putting episodes out. So you know, right yep, now we're doing our true. twelve days of Geekmas, so we're doing twelve episodes, uh, a, an episode a day leading up to Christmas.
0: Nice.
1: Wow, that's me, a that's great. I mean,
0: well, it's a good it's a good time to do it too because there's lots going on.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, last month was thirty days of podcasting, so I just can't stop because every day was a, <laughs> every day was an episode for a month. That's. <laughs>
2: I I think it took me almost a year and a half to get into my editing stride to where I felt like it wasn't a huge burden.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) at least. But again, that's only with the one show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. Well, uh, make sure to check out uh, what's going on at Monkey Pooh Studios. MonkeyPooStudios.com, right? That is right. And uh, you can can track down uh, Jay on the Internet. But uh, the reason we asked Jay on is because there's been a lot of talk recently about Michael Bay um with the release of six underground shout out to sneaker pimps right yeah not the sneaker pimps is that who does the song (laughs) yes sneaker pimps i I recognize that okay yeah and then um we also have to then shout out
2: the beastie boys because you know the the sneaker pimps are named after the beastie boys shoe guy like his job was to go find hard to find adidas shoes really was the
1: sneaker pimp okay oh (laughs) It, are you, are you we're, saying we're shout out because take me down six underground "Sneaker yeah. Pins. i got you okay i thought you were there's a song that they play like in the trailer and on uh, the movie a couple of times I, I thought you were saying it was them no so okay. shout
0: out to sneaker pins um and uh and of course starring the tireless marketer that is
2: ryan reynolds <gasps> what a <I> mean, genius did <laughs> you yes. watch the, the movie man? chris uh, full disclosure i have not yet watched it <sighs> There's a really like prominent aviation gin product placement <laughs> shot at one point. It's nice <laughs> corporate Energy baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that the best reason to, uh, to, to hire Ryan Reynolds for your movie?
2: Cause he's going to bring the liquor.
0: It certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah. Jay, what do you think? I mean, having a tireless marketer like uh, like Ryan Reynolds on board has got to be a huge plus, right?
1: Oh, I mean, when he, when he did the the three-in-one commercial for Samsung, Six Underground, and Aviation Gin, I was sold. The Peloton thing was hilarious, but the, even with when he, he launched the trailer for New Guy, you know, it's like, it's a Fox movie, but he keeps calling it Disney because, they, you know, the buyout and everything. And it took me a minute. I'm like, this isn't Disney. What's he talking about? And then he goes into the infomercial when they're going to launch the trailer. Have you seen that? No, I haven't watched. it Oh, he's like yet. trying to sell the shirt. He's trying to sell his name tag, and the cast is like, "What are you doing?" Like he's just—you're right. He's—he like, must market in his sleep. He does. I mean, he's—he's
0: every—he's really. I think I mentioned the, the other week that I thought he was like the perfect social media celebrity. Yes. Yeah, and maybe the best—the best—best move he ever made was to just sort of go from comic guy from when he was on the pizza pl- pizza place show and just get yoked <laughs> remember yeah, for blade in, like, three. yeah two yeah. guys a
1: girl in a pizza place yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah And you know his van wilder years where he's just a skinny smartass yeah. guy and then he shows up in blade too oh yeah and he's and he's just
2: yoked yep chris do you remember that when we worked together and i was big into the gym that i told you i had a picture of shirtless ryan reynolds on my refrigerator <laughs> yeah From <on> Blade. <laughs> right
0: right um sidebar <laughs> Speaking of yoke, did you see the picture s- of Nan Nanjali of Kamal Kamal Nanjali? Yes. Come, yeah, Kamal Nanjali
1: Good God. Get cast in a Marvel movie and just get yoked. Have you have you watched the um, the last season of Silicon Valley? yes no the last few episodes like he's got long sleeve shirts on and stuff but you can just see his arms and i'm like i'm looking, I'm like oh he must have like just got jacked because i like just um binged it all last like three days ago you know so and i noticed that and then they released the image like what yesterday and i was like oh there it is because yeah i mean, I mean <laughs> his veins are bigger than my arms <laughs> he's just he's just
0: ripped it's a beautiful thing anyway so let's jump into this uh, michael bay bracket we you know, whenever someone puts out onto Twitter like what's the best Michael Bay movie, that just shouts out to me. Bracket. So we're gonna do the bracket where we rank the movies. We're gonna use eight of Michael Bay's films. Uh, so um, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see which susses out as the best Michael Bay film. And we're gonna do it scientifically, obviously. That's why we <laughs> so have three people. We need we need a deciding vote. <laughs> this Here is a go. very important. All right. So the seedings go as such. The number one seed is the rock. The number two seed is Armageddon. Three is Transformers.
2: Four I have issues with it right now. Transformers <laughs> at number three is a travesty. What's going all on right. with the committee?
0: The, the committee. The <laughs> committee knows all. Anyway, for Bad Boys at the four seed. Uh, the five seed is Pain and Gain. Six is Pearl Harbor. Seven is Thirteen Hours, and eight is The Island, which I think is underrated. I'm just going to tip my head, my hand there. But so um, let's start the, with the with the first match, which would be The Rock versus the island, the battle of the the movies. Mm. Jay, what do you think? Uh, you just want an answer? Just, I mean, you can back up your answer with some uh, with some perspectives here.
1: Uh, this was a, a little struggle because I, I'm one of the few people that loved the island, even though Bruckheimer was like, yeah, I'm not producing that. And it was his first time he went off and made a movie without him. Uh, I, I love the island. I, I like the premise. Uh, I think Bay was right. They didn't market it right because it was a little different than when I went in to expect it. I don't think Scarlett Johansson's ever looked better uh obi-wan kenobi badass and that uh but i gotta go nostalgia man i gotta go sean connery nick cage i mean this was like when nick cage became like the 90s action star right here it was a uh, bay's second movie and I, after bad boys i was sold hook line and sinker so i'm going with the rock
2: ty what do you think well these are both island movies so that
1: makes it challenging <laughs> they are <laughs> one's just a bit bigger
2: uh, the Island, I think, is, I agree with you, underrated, criminally by your seedings even. Um, I think it, it's maybe in the top half of Bay's overall au revoir. Um, but I, again, I, I don't know that anything, well, we'll see. I don't want to spoiler alert it already, but uh, The Rock is is the superior film. It, it, for me, it, all, it works from start to finish. It never slows down, right. and it doesn't ever get too Michael Bay-y so that it's distracting. Like, having watched Six Underground, which is, it's like, I, I said this on Twitter, it's like if cocaine directed a film.
1: Oh um, it is.
2: <laughs> the the, the rock he holds it together. I don't know if he's if he had a, a good DP or if he had um you know a, a good second unit, somebody that was really reining him in or I don't know who edits his movies, but the the, the rock is almost a perfect nineties action film. It's oh, the, the control rods are kind of on. Yeah.
1: yeah. It it was before Michael Bay was given like carte blanche. You know, where they yeah. decided to just start handing him a blank check. Yeah.
0: He he needed to please somebody with the rock, is what you're saying. Well, <laughs>
1: he needed I don't, to make I don't, someone else I don't happy not well, himself. Well, he didn't have like full complete control yet, right? I mean, Armageddon is where he sort of like kind of went off the rails, where he was like, "Oh, this is Michael Bay," when like drugs were involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, The Island, spoiler alert, being being probably my favorite. I'm growing people for organs movie. Yeah. Um, you know, versus Free Jack and uh, Never Let Me Go. If, never let me go obviously being the English moody version of we're farming people for <laughs> yeah. for organs anyway so that spoiler alert for the island <laughs> I think we're gonna have to go with or the other all ones. these movies are spoiling yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and the rock being the secret James Bond movie oh yes it is it's absolutely Stanley James Bond for- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he's he's a former British agent who has no identity and no name obviously the, the secret
2: British, uh, you know, secret uh, 007 movie. And has Ed Harris ever been better?
1: Man, no, maybe. He, well, I mean, he was he was great as the, was it, Powell 13? Ed Harris is great in everything. That's and true. I, I didn't get to preface this before, and I don't know if you guys are going to shit on my boy Michael Bay or not. I don't know where you stand, but I am a die in the wool since bad boys since April 16th, 1995, was it? I'm a <laughs> Michael Bay, like, I, I will die defending Michael Bay.
0: Yeah, so this is the recommendation we had gotten for you, so that's why you're here. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, We like we like a little passion behind our uh, behind our bracket, but uh, I'm going to choose The Rock here okay. to move through.
2: I don't think we're going to shit on Michael Bay. I think that we both have a healthy respect for what he does, I, and I also think that we can recognize the absurdity that comes along with it. It's a little <laughs> bit like, uh, it's got some John Woo in it. You know what I mean? It's, oh, it's, I love
1: yeah. some John Woo too. I, 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 I have to say, John when, Woo bracket coming later. When I was watching Six Underground, like I am obsessed and my oldest daughter knows it, and I'm like i i'm like shouting the first 20 minutes of this movie because i'm like it, it is like bay got into a bet with his id and <laughs> yeah. then whoever won that bet there was another bay that decided i can beat that and went and shot a movie and it, it like i mean bodies are flying everywhere there's like it is michael it is it, 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 there's no other way to explain it except for it's michael bay on crack right like yeah it is non-stop pulse pounding uh it's crazy it's mayhem it's mayhem. <laughs> there there's like there's dead body
2: work in Six Underground that I've never seen yes. in any other film. Like there's stuff that happens. I'm like, I'm not sure how you did that, and that looked like it. Like, that looked very real. <laughs> I'm very concerned for these pe- pe- people's
1: health. I, I never knew the ratings board is what was stopping Bay from going further. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's take, take basically let's take let's take the reins off. All right. Um, in our next matchup, we have Armageddon versus Thirteen Hours. Oh, yeah
2: thirteen yeah. hours the film that got uh, Jim Halpert cast as Jack Ryan. It really did it made him an action star. I, I, talk about transitional i I
0: mean good for good for yeah you know, Krasinski man he needed uh, he needed a he needed a life after the office and he really got one
1: i'd like I'd like to take like the bet. I'd like you know, Disney to bring over a couple of other trainers. Get me pumped like they're superheroes, <laughs> and throw me in a Bay movie and see if this shit works. Because, like, it, it Bay Bay is like Nicholas Cage. You're now an action star. Wasn't before. You know he does it to uh, uh, Krasinski. Uh, I don't know if Scarlett Johansson had been before. Uh, you know, like anybody he throws in his movies, they're badass. Martin for Lawrence for Eternity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Neither of them were. They're on sitcoms. it's the the miracle worker now
0: that that being said armageddon is full of this right because it's how about here's a bunch of people who haven't been in action movies yeah and we're going to make them all action stars right now
1: if testosterone was a drug michael bay would be a dealer
0: (laughs) for sure for sure and armageddon is full of the patriotic shot like over and over again which might bleed well that'll probably bleed into our pearl harbor (laughs) conversation (laughs)
2: but he's really waving the flag hard in armageddon yes the thing for me about Armageddon is it it shouldn't work. Like there's like an entire hour that occurs on an asteroid. None of that should work at all. And somehow I'm I'm riveted. Like it's all ridiculous. The whole thing where they jump the the the, the surface crawler thing where the, the they lose all this, all the shit that happens on the asteroid is just frankly insane and shouldn't work at all and should mostly be unwatchable. And yet for me it was one of my favorite movies for at least ten years. The Bruce Willis factor is a big part of it for me. Right. I think I've said on the show before that uh, my buddies and I used to joke that after this event, all of government buildings would be named after Harry Stamper.
1: <laughs> Very true. Well, I mean, I think that's some of it. Like, was there a dry eye in the theater all five times I saw this in the theater? No. <laughs>
2: well, Will Patton goes to see his kid. You've spent like 30 seconds all together with him. And, yet I still feel like I'm going to start crying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's 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 a tribute to Bruce Willis because Bruce Willis holds it together. I mean, he's the only one. Who's not winking at the camera a single time? Is this and and that's all they need him to do? I mean, that's it's like everybody just go ahead and just be in on the joke, mm -hmm. except for you, Bruce, and then the whole thing just comes together. I love Armageddon. If if we've seen
1: Cop Out and heard Kevin Smith talk at all, like uh, Bruce Willis has a hard time being in on any joke. (laughs) 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 Have you ever seen the um, the DVD, the director's cut of this, or the director's commentary? where they have uh, ben Ben affleck does a commentary to it and he is completely hammered the whole time i've heard of it it's legendary
2: yes i've heard about it i haven't actually sat down to watch that unfortunately i haven't had a an actual functioning dvd player in my home for i don't know how many years now so
0: (laughs) since 2007. (laughs)
2: something like that
1: (laughs) before are we all choosing armageddon Uh, i think we're all choosing armageddon i'm I'm choosing armageddon i'm hours is an excellent movie i'm gonna go the other way because 13 hours kind of surprised me uh you know it's it's uh, it's Bay. I mean, you can't get away from it. But there's something about that there was I think it's the one Bay movie I've never seen in the theater. Of course, Six Underground not included. Um, but you know, watch I I I watch it all the time. Like I love it. There's something about that movie that I love. And Armageddon is an awesome movie, but it's a little over the top. You're right. And if I had to pick one of the two, I didn't go with nostalgia this time. I went uh, uh, badass John Krasinski.
2: All right, I think you're gonna have to be the dissenting voice because I've watched Armageddon. I think more than maybe any other movie. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's way up there. So your, your, uh, your uh your vote for 13 hours is duly noted, Jay. Thank so you. We're gonna pass. Uh, we're gonna pass Armageddon onto the second round. This is the next <laughs> next our next matchup is Transformers versus Pearl Harbor. Now Transformers, we're just gonna do the first movie because obviously there's a a long series of Transformer movies that get noisier and clankier (laughs) as, as they go to where now I couldn't even watch the last one. I was like, I can't watch this one anymore. I just, I'm done. But I thought the first Transformers movie was, uh, was excellent. And this is, this is kind of where you figure out that Michael Bay has a type, right? He's got, it's this dark haired girl type thing that he, he's, (laughs) he's
2: definitely into, which is great. He sneaks it into six underground totally unnecessarily. There's a girl that with dark hair that tosses her hair back yes. in the middle of a chase. scene. During
1: the the yep. Florence, Italy chase scene, it just yes. goes into slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, even made Tia Leone like darken her hair for bad boys because yeah. he's, you know it's like he's he's got this he's got a thing for dark haired girls, and obviously this is the the absolute you know peak of this that whole that first shot of Megan Fox in oh. Transformers is. Okay, hold on. Is, Bite your tongue. Every is, shot wait, wait, wait. of Megan Fox.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I like I like the first Transformers movie. I feel like it, it feels like Transformers to me, and then oh, everything yeah. else sort of gets clankier and noisier, and I can't deal. Other than the fact, and I know that Ty's going to bring this up. I know he has it in his notes. The fact that Megatron isn't a gun always sort of makes me sad,
1: but but otherwise yeah, that was exactly. where like they mm-hmm. lost like bay bay, bay was like that, that's where reality didn't work for him out of all of the stuff in this movie that works just fine he was like well you, the displacement of size like was like no we can't do that and of course megatron was a different something in every movie like they could never really pin him down and to me megatron was an awful villain like the doctor doom in the fantastic four movies they just like he was never menacing enough I fucking hate transformers <laughs> wow <laughs> like bef- the movie or the cartoon as well
2: no the movie I, and it's because i love the cartoon the cartoon okay. is like a formative property for me and it, so yeah. when the movie came out i was like i hate everything about this um I, I felt like there was a blueprint that could have been used and that could have built on the nostalgia and instead he just chucked the whole thing and said i'm doing my own shit. Mm. um I didn't. The human element didn't work, and it actually became a, a fairly important part of the cartoon as it went on. Mm-hmm. Um, S- Spike and his son, and they had their exosuits that transformed. Yeah, there was a lot of cool shit in the cartoon that he could have worked in, and I, it, the the Megatron thing bothers me. I get not making him a pistol, but you really could have just said, "Hey, I watched the other the, watched the movie, and he turns into Galvatron, which is a cannon, and yes. that would have worked just fine." Yes, you could have had Megatron be um, a super weapon that people were trying to commandeer. To you know, whatever, build a plot that makes sense for me, and and put a Transformers movie that t- that tickles the nostalgia bone, and then we have something. What I got was an absolute pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I put
1: Transformers
2: on the on the list. <laughs> the only good thing about Transformers is that he got the original guy at voice Optimus Prime again. Peter Cullen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
2: I and think I mean, for the Megan movie. Fox things, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay well this is going to be versus pearl harbor which is an absolute kate beckinsale smoke show oh. which again you know feeds the whole michael bay loves dark-haired girls um this movie's about 45 minutes too long <laughs> at least
1: yeah I'm <laughs> but it's beautifully, beautifully
0: it. shot and i think it's a pretty good movie again it's the it's the it's that next step of flag waving that that michael bay is doing i don't think it entirely works but I think there's some good elements to this movie. Yeah, it, it could stand to get it could stand a good edit. There, you know, a, a fan edit probably would. It's wouldn't beautifully
1: be good shot. Edit. It's loses itself a little bit in the dialogue.
2: It, the script is rough. Yeah, um, it has some awesome moments, and I'm I'm definitely of the unpopular opinion that I'm not going to go as far to say that Pearl Harbor is good and you should watch it. But I bought it on DVD when it came out, so right. I'm just going to tell you that I had a thing for it and i don't know what i mean there's a lot all the set pieces individually work amazingly the movie's just way too long and then the the dialogue is just horrific
1: i think the only reason it was that long was because titanic worked the way it did <laughs> is that you i'm not gonna say it was or wasn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, a what a pro what a pro
1: sorry uh when i got the new computer the iCloud hooked to everything and now my phone rings through my computer i gotta figure out how to shut that off
0: that's great that's that's a uh that's living in an apple world
2: i thought chris had set a secret timer for us and i wasn't aware of it
0: (laughs) (laughs) no so while pearl harbor does have a have a i I do have a bit of a soft spot for it i don't know if i could advance it to the second round i'm gonna advance i'm gonna advance transformers
2: well Jay, before you say what you're gonna pick, I'm gonna go opposite chris then and and choose Pearl Harbor.
1: okay. Uh, you know, I do have a soft spot for Pearl Harbor because I love the way it's shot. Uh, and, and again, it's just i'm'm I I'm, watch I'd watch anything Bay did, like literally with no sound, even though it helps to have the sound. Uh, but I'm gonna go Transformers because I, I really I think Transformers is uh, a fun. It, it was everything I wanted it to be because i I knew going in it wasn't going to be the cartoon because Bay was gonna have his own version of it.
0: Right. Okay. All right, in our next matchup, we have my Bad Boys. Oh god. who's call? Who hello? <laughs> <laughs> I should put anyway, my in mic. In our next in our next matchup, we have Bad Boys versus Pain and Gain, which is the 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 the, the man man team team-ups. <laughs> it's it's bromance versus bromance. It is bromance. It's many it's many many bromance. This here's here's a, here's the thing about Pain and Gain. That stands out to me is remember the rock decided he wanted to be skinny for a while, a long time. He thought that the road to Hollywood went through him being a more normal sized human being
1: an actor,
0: an actor. <laughs> and then he shows up in pain and gain. I don't know, three times bigger than the last time you may have seen
1: him. Oh, he's a monster.
0: Oh my god, he's so jacked in pain and gain. And, uh, well, he's supposed to be. And I think. I think it i think the 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 light went off in his head he said the road to stardom is really being schwarzenegger like let's just get as big as i can possibly get and
1: just pick well it was pro- sort of his redemption movie now. right because he had been doing a couple of family movies the, those weren't really working he tried like the what was the one he did that john berthenol was in with him as well he had just gotten out of prison and he started hunting people you know, there, there was a few movies that weren't working for The Rock. And I think the the bigger, you know, humorous movies that tend to be, like, the last five or six movies, seven or eight movies he's done is just, like, I think Pain and Gain was sort of where it turned it around.
2: Well, he did Fast Five two years before Pain and Gain. Okay, yep. So I, I, I would say that was the moment when he knew. And so he really embraced it because he got super-duper swell for the rest of those Fast movies. Oh, yeah. And, and so this was like definitely the uh, the – he, because he, Fast and Furious Six comes out that same year as Pain and Gain, and he, that's the one I think where he breaks his, the cast off his arm, and and everything else, right. and, and loses a fight to Jason Statham.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a crazy fight that was, though.
0: <laughs> but the uh, but, and yeah, Pain and Gain's a good story too. I, I mean, it's I think it's a I think it's a good movie. It works it works on a lot of levels for me. But but when we get to Bad Boys, I mean, Bad Boys is.
1: You know, the. I, I think one of the things that works for Bay, and I love, don't get me wrong, I love it when you just give him a blank check and watch him go to town, but he, you do lose something because he he almost is like a kid with all the toys, right? Like He doesn't know how to shut a scene off. Even in Transformers 4, there's the scene that takes 20, it's like a 25-minute action scene, and it's where what's-his-face ends up getting turned to dust, blown up. Uh, a guy from Silicon Valley, I can't think of his name right now, uh, the little com- the comedian guy that plays Mark Wahlberg's best friend, like the scene is way too long. And one of the things that's that's shown true for Bay is when the budget is smaller and the story is a bit concise, like thirteen hours and Pain and Gain, they're really good movies. You know, I agree. Yeah. I think that that's Pain and Gain's
2: biggest problem is it is just it's too schizophrenic. It goes a little need crazy else at to the be. end,
1: barbecue fingers and some weird shit that's going on. I, I love that movie, though. It's so weird. It does get – you're right. It gets a little weird. So are we do, – so
2: does that mean yeah. that – I we haven't had anything to say about Bad Boys yet. I, I'm no, sorry. That's neither. what neither. am saying.
0: That's, that's why I thought I'd, I'd do Bad Boys last in this particular matchup because it is the – it's our introduction to yes the world of Michael Bay right he gave us the the low 360 everything (laughs) I mean everything we've come to know in a Michael Michael Bay Bay shot yeah it happens in bad boys I mean it's it's basically his fingerprint and then you can see this fingerprint you know Mm -hmm. happen over and over and over again in new and fun ways but it's it's wisecracking it's got some serious moments there's tremendous action I think it's a I mean I'm looking forward to bad boys for life Oh, I didn't. Dude. I don't know if I love Bad Boys two very much, but the original Bad Boys. If I ever, if I ever surf across it,
2: I always stop. I always stop. I always watch it. It was before I knew who Michael Bay was. Um, Bad Boys, and the thing I think that comes to mind though is that, like, I think that sunset in the last scene it goes on for thirty minutes. The sun is setting for like an hour. <laughs> it goes on forever. Like, how many days did they shoot? Where it's like, hey, it's magic hour. We are gotta get yeah. this done again. And they just kept shooting and it, shooting it um but no bad boys is there's no wasted motion in the, in bad boys and and again i need to know more about the creative process who's cutting his movies versus like it would really help my decision making process to understand like how he's getting edited in certain movies versus what's happening in others like like six underground for instance um but i think despite my affection for pain and gain and the rock's insane cokehead character I, mm-hmm. I know i would choose bad boys
1: Uh, If anybody is listening to this that knows me, they know what my answer is. It will always be Bad Boys. It is my favorite movie of all time. I love the humor. I love the action. It's where I became a Bay fan. Obviously, no one knew who he was because his claim to fame before Bad Boys was the uh, Got Milk commercial who shot uh, Aaron Burr. Uh, that nice. was that was where he he won uh, several awards for doing commercials, and that's where Bruckheimer found him and brought him in. Now, before Bay was brought in, it was Dana Carvey and John Lovitz that were signed on to Bad Boys. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> This movie has, like, you know, the script change was uh, definitely a necessary thing, but you bring in, you know, two TV actors who weren't really tried for anything. It was a $16 million movie, so it was like, oh, let's see what happens, but, oh my god, that movie, like, captured my imagination like nothing else. It just made me want to go make movies all the time. I, I'm like, I love that the, the two have, like, I, I don't, pick another team that has chemistry like those two do. And, and Martin Lawrence had top billing, I believe, uh, in that movie, because he was a, a bigger, well-known actor. He'd been doing a few movies beforehand, but Oh, there's something Bay does. I, I love the, the the opening of the movie. I love the the coloring. I love the music by Mark Mancini. I love everything about that movie. I, I know every word of it. I could perform it for you right now. It's it's just, <laughs> oh, it's Bad Boys. I, I'll tell you we're right now, looking, Bad Boys is the winner. So it's got my pick on this thing right here. I will fight anybody that tells me different. But
0: <laughs> We're looking forward to your one-man off-Broadway <laughs> yeah. performance of Bad Boys. Yeah. Watch <laughs> a, I watch, would see it. Watch a
1: pale ginger act out Bad
0: Boys. <laughs> That's by the way, uh for those of you listening if Jay ever says uh, that's his his kid I'm kidnapped thing where he says, you know, I don't really care for bad boys.
1: It, it's not <laughs> yeah, you know Yeah, right You'll there know. you know, he's You'll trouble. know yeah.
0: that's a clear sign to come to call the police and come save him it's because like,
1: like in Serenity in the movie, you know, he's like, Did you hear us fight?
0: <laughs> the uh all right, so now we've gotten through that. Let's go let's go to the let's go to the side of the bracket where we have the rock and
1: transformers. I'm pushing the rock through. No objections. Ooh. Yeah, I think like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna base like on what is a better film, yeah, I'll go the rock. I think more entertaining. That's hard, but uh, the rock's a better film.
0: And it's yeah, the rock, kind the of rock like it. is the rock is just super crazy, mm-hmm. and you know, I think the the Nick Cage performance is is puts it over the top for me. It's just. I don't know. I Again, mean, if, if cocaine was a person, <laughs> it, that's it would that's, be Nick Cage.
1: Like, I, if, you can't even say that these days. That is subdued Nick Cage performance <laughs> compared to what he's been doing lately.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's pre-face off Nick Cage,
1: because that's really where it
2: goes off right. the rails. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, one thing before we move on is that we haven't even mentioned that still in 1996, we get Michael Bian in a headset in The Rock. Right. And
0: that counts for something right yeah michael being the greatest headset actor in the history of movies (laughs) since aliens there's no question about it there's no question about it on the other side of the of the we have armageddon bad boys and i know this is this is going to be this is going to get this is where it gets ugly because because um you want badges mother bitch
1: i got badges (laughs) i sell you some 99 cents (laughs) there isn't a movie that's got more lines that you can quote come on
0: Is he gonna sell? Is he gonna sell one of us into Bad Boys? I'm gonna, hey, i am been—I mean, I'm an
1: Armageddon guy. Fouché! I bet you at five o'clock you didn't know you'd have a bullet in your damn leg, did you? <laughs> Guys,
2: he's you know got I gotta say, that coming into this, I didn't think there was any chance that anything could beat Armageddon for me on this list. And I think Jay has convinced me. I think he's right. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. But I really don't like Taillioni. That's a big part of the problem oh. with that movie for
1: me. You're on the mic, with Mike. <laughs> I woke up in the morning with a Power Ranger shot up my ass. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Jay sold. Jay Jay sold it hard. We're gonna
0: push <laughs> bad boys into the final against the Rock.
2: I can't believe you done it to me, Jay. I, I
1: thought it was gonna <laughs> oh, be all over love Armageddon. It. Love it. I'm not gonna lie. Just watch that <laughs> right. with my daughter like here, last week.
0: And here it comes. What are what you what do we know? Jay's gonna push bad boys into the into the into the championship.
2: Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I can't make a choice. I, I totally. I'm discombobulated after the Armageddon defeat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens
0: after upset people just go people just lose their mind over the whole thing
2: it's a tough one a well, really what tough one. do you have to say about it i need i need a moment
1: <laughs> this is where you like insert like uh you know some michael bay like memorial like you know he plays that like music uh, dun, dun, yeah just you know, yeah, that, just, yeah, you know give him time died, to think
0: that little t- tinkling like, like, like that
1: montage music. <laughs> montage music montage <laughs> music
0: I think Jay's probably sold me into this as well. I think that I think that when we're talking about and I and I said it earlier, you know, it is the fingerprint movie. It is mm-hmm. the it is the blueprint. It is the it is the. I bet you a Popeye Bay... chicken
1: eating motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, well you're gonna be retired like Mike
1: yeah. too, which was hilarious because two years later he came back. He came back, yeah. <laughs>
0: Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Before Pant?
1: you showed up,
0: <laughs> Joey Pants put you over the top on yeah. on Bad Boys. We gotta go to the supporting cast. Tia Leone versus Vanessa Marcel, who's completely useless in the Rock. Oh,
1: I don't know. Vanessa just, Marcel. Uh, Vanessa Marcel. I have a sauce box. Carla was the so prom queen.
2: When I was preparing for this, and I'm trying to make a choice, I think that this is going to tip it for me, only because. It is the height of absurdity, which is what I what I associate with Michael Bay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose. You guys sounds like you guys are going both going bad boys. So I'm going to dissent and choose The Rock. And this is the reason why. Okay. Because a fake intelligence source didn't know that the nerve gas in The Rock was fake and used it as the basis for uh, Iraq's nerve gas capabilities in the early 2000s, and essentially created a dossier that influenced the British decision to support U.S. actions in Iraq. In In 2001 or 2002, so I'm going to say that 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 influenced the fact that Michael Bay could build a movie that was so convincing, even though it was so absurd, that we needed to be terrified of this. Uh, I can't remember what was the name of the stupid gas; it had such a BX. ridiculous name.
1: Vx. Yeah, it was Vx.
2: Yes, in the glass balls, which is so. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go because of that. I'm, I'm going to choose. The rock, but I think I'm getting overruled anyway. How is the Bay Rockers not made a
1: movie about this, about a movie about himself and his movie? Like this is <laughs> this is all Bay right here.
0: This is the this is this is what you're saying is this is Michael Bay's effect on the geopolitical climate.
1: It's yes. like it's like the John of being John Milkovich for Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a double meta movie where he yeah. makes a movie about himself, making a movie that affects the, the fate of the world. Yes. Man, that does need to happen, doesn't
2: it? And apparently, no politicians thought they should ask a chemical weapons expert whether or not that was even a real thing before deciding to, you know, mobilize troops. So that they makes could,
1: me feel good about the stability of the world. They couldn't find Stanley Goodspeed; he was on vacation. <laughs> he was busy. Goodspeed. All right,
0: so Jay, look—you've come onto our show, yes—and you've left your own fingerprint on it. You have—you have pushed bad boys to the top. Of the, right. of, the, of the Bay
1: Bracket. I feel like the camera's spinning around me right now. That's my badass <laughs> you're, shot You're right getting here. the low 360 yes, right now yes. as you stand
0: up <laughs> and look to the, the horizon. <laughs>
2: you're, you're walking through a dusty field covered in spent shell casings. Oh, yeah. yes. This is you. <laughs> Slow so, motion.
0: Dude, thank you so much for coming out. We really enjoyed having you No, this is a all.
2: fun time. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, we appreciate it.
2: Tell us one more time, Jay, where we can find your uh, all your excellent shows and, and, and where we can look for those.
1: Uh, look for them over at uh, monkeypoostudios.com. Seven Days a Geek is a comedy podcast, pop, eh, comedy pop culture podcast. Podcasting 101 is where I interview other podcasters about podcasting, and Deconstructing Dad is just my silly stories and a friend of mine uh, discussing dad things. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on. We appreciate your time. Thank you, sir's. It was fun. I appreciate it. We'll do all it again. Right. Yep, you like bet. And you
0: know what this part is
1: Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh Ready?
2: Ready! Dad jokes of the week Woo! Pretty bad again this week unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did find an original to share though Or not original, oh. I stumbled upon an, ad- an additional to include Oh, excellent uh, But let's get these garbage ones out of the way Why did the bat miss the bus? Because he hung around for too long. Like what? <laughs> At least, like you could have said the, well, you know, I don't know, why did the bat miss the bat convention? I don't say anything is better than that. Uh, track athletes are my inspiration. They get over every hurdle in their way. Why are ghosts such bad liars? You can see right through them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good job. What speaking of seeing right through? What did one invisible man say to the other? Wait, we're getting double invisible man joke. Invisible <laughs> one, was people go- joke? one was a ghost. One was a ghost. What did he say? Uh,
0: long time no see. Isn't that supposed to be for blind people?
2: <laughs> I think that <laughs> that a maybe blind is person the, joke. I think, I think that's not, insensitive. It's too yeah.
0: insensitive for the visually impaired.
2: Yeah. All right. I'd be like, what did the deaf guy to say to the other? Nothing. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. That's. That, I shouldn't have said that. That <laughs> <I> was what. One- <laughs> I was <laughs> I was wondering why the ball was getting bigger and it hit me. What do you do if you get strep throat on Friday? I'm oh, sorry. What do yeah, what do you get if you have strep throat on Friday? I don't know. Saturday night fever. <laughs> that one Man. I liked. All right. <laughs> the uh the the one I stumbled across. Did you hear the score of the game between the ocean and the beach? It's tied. It's tied. Oh man. Wow.
0: I did have one that I was sort of working on. Okay. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna it's gonna come out early. I'm gonna I'm gonna because I don't have anything else to think. Ooh, I live, to think.
2: live workshopping?
0: Live workshopping, this here my it favorite. is. This is another one of my band is called. Remember that last band joke that I told? My band my last band was called Prevention, they were better than the cure. Yes. Yes. This is sim- similar. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks, thanks for that.
0: My band is called One Thousand Twenty Three Megabytes. We don't have a gig yet. I like that. <laughs>
2: I like only, it. You like that
0: one? Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, workshopping live, live dad joke workshopping.
2: how about we just we can't get a gig. We can't.
0: We we can't get a gig. Yeah. We don't have a gig yet. We can't get but a. We gig. just
2: don't have a gig.
0: We don't have a gig. I don't we need don't. the yet
2: is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's my band
0: is called 1023 megabytes. Yeah. We don't have a gig.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, there <laughs> we go. That's terrible.
0: <laughs> that's a that's an awful joke.
2: It's pretty bad. Alright,
0: thank you. I'm uh I'm an artiste.
2: Let's go to the overtime. Let's do it.
1: Overtime.
2: In the overtime, I um had a question for you, as I often yes. do. Um so it being the holiday season, it's package delivery season and also package theft season,
0: Mm-hmm.
2: which means where the package get, packages get delivered is of critical importance. You've been to my house. Our front door is sort of off the street. It's, it's a nice covered porch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fairly, it's protected from the elements sure. and you'd have to like drive down someone's private driveway to see any packages sitting on our porch. So it's pretty good. We don't really have a problem with package theft at our house. Now, Every once in a while, a shithead comes along who puts the package up against the driveway, like up against the garage door in the driveway. Yeah, like, can't figure out where the front door is, so just puts the package. Just plops it in the driveway. Yeah. I I the first one I hit. <laughs> you you ran over it? So here's what happened. I went outside, I got in the car, I opened the garage door when I was already in the car. Oh, I got it. And the garage the box wasn't big enough to show up on the backup cam. So I hit it. You backed
0: over it. Yeah. Did you smash it? Like, no, a I, I,
2: I was aware immediately that I had struck something. <laughs> Stopped, got out. Everything was fine. Okay. Wasn't excited about that. Came home the other day to find numerous packages stacked up uh, in the driveway up against the garage door in the rain. <sighs> and as you know, our garage doors face the street. So it is definitely the place where if you want to drive by and grab them, that would be an <laughs> ideal spot to leave them.
0: So, so hang on it were there multiple deliveries or was this one delivery? Cause it's only, it's the first delivery guy who screws this up for you, right? If the That's first delivery guy comes and he drops by your garage, then the next, any subsequent delivery person is going to look at that and say, well, this
2: is where they go. Well, I would have thought that as well, but like any, uh, Paranoid American, I have exterior surveillance on my home. (laughs) So I thought we'd go to the videotape. And no, it's one UPS guy with uh, just who happens to have a bunch of stuff arriving at once. He brings it out on a pallet. Mm -hmm. He actually came to the house while the housekeeper was still here. Okay. Which means the door was available. Like, I think he looked at their car. and was like, oh, I can't push this dolly past their car. We're up to the front door. But I can't really, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Sure but I will tell you that we have high quality cameras on the outside of the house and I have Mm -hmm. pictures of this man's face. (laughs) Well, okay. So I, I'm, I'm not always, I mean, I don't
0: want to blame the delivery guy. Delivery people this time of year have very difficult jobs. I get that. They're trying to, they're trying to get these things delivered, but at at some point, are you going to post a sign?
2: Uh, I've thought about it. Like deliveries to the front door, like on the garage door.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think maybe it's time. I think it's it might be time to like put deliveries to the front door with a little arrow. Yeah. Like please, please make deliveries to the front door arrow. I mean, well, I, d- I don't know what else to tell you because it would it's not obvious. I mean, if you're if you're the delivery driver, you pull up to the driveway, you look, you're like,
2: okay, well, I'm just going to put it here. But it does suck that your packages are in the rain and stuff. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, and I think you're supposed to ring the doorbell. So I believe they're supposed to notify you if they deliver. Yeah. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. I don't know what the I, I, don't I, think, what the U, I think are you. I think our UPS just like dumps dumps and well, runs.
2: I'm double irritated by the whole thing because, like I said, our <laughs> housekeeper was still here and on the tape. Uh, so our our, our housekeeper actually actually works with her husband, so they come as a team, and, uh-huh. and you know they have their little crew, right? Yeah. It, they came on a weird day when when we're uh, like not their usual day, and so mm-hmm. our trash cans were out on the street. And he had to bring them in. So right after the delivery, he walks out, gets the trash cans, brings them in the backyard, boxes in the driveway, and then, and then they, <laughs> they
1: pack up and leave. And I'm like, come
2: on! You've been you've been working with us for like nearly a decade. You can't bring a box in the house. Like you're you can just put it in the garage. I don't know. I don't...
0: <laughs> I'm not I'm not ready to fault them for that either. But the uh, I think that you need to provide better direction to your delivery people apparently
2: but i'll tell I you mean, what that that it was with a great deal of self control that i didn't become the guy yelling at brands on the internet with <laughs> pictures of the shitty delivery driver oh
0: don't do I that i didn't do i didn't do it I didn't don't
2: do put it. him on blast he
0: deserves I, it I think I think maybe I think maybe a sign, and then if he, if they disregard the sign, you can put them on blast.
2: All the stuff is in the rain, and I would agree with you that it's it's not exactly easy to see our front door, except right now there's Christmas shit all over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's hard to spot.
0: All right, all right. The uh, but um, I'm thinking that you know, just just getting getting those packages. Just let's let's leave maximum cues for, for the for the delivery folks.
2: Yeah, I guess. I think you should just
0: I think you should give him at least one one shot at that. Maybe.
2: <laughs> I know. If only I had been in a position to get on the, the intercom right then. Hey! Hey! <laughs> that ain't the front door! That ain't it, Chief! <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it!
0: That's you, well, you have that Halloween thing, that little voice, the, the motion. Rec- you just need to set up a motion uh, recording. Hello, delivery man, please. Please deliver our shit to the front door. Thank you.
2: I have pictures of your face if you don't.
0: <laughs> you know, I've been watching the news, uh, the local news. I don't mm. know what prompted me to do it for the last couple of nights, but I've watched the local news. Man, they had this segment on people who steal shit from your, from your porch. These people are the lowest of the low people. I, shameless. Like, even mm. people have ring doorbells and cameras and whatnot. These people... like. This woman in just regular clothes in a Subaru, she just stops in front of these people's houses, walks up, grabs all the boxes off of their porch and just walks to her car like nothing, nobody's business and just puts them in the back and then drives off. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. I Seriously, people. The crim- I, I don't know. It's just, it's just so... What struck me is how nonchalant this person was doing it. Just, like, every day. This is my job. My job is to go around neighborhoods and collecting collecting packages from people's uh, from people's houses.
2: Well, that's why we've had to buy all the stupid I know. cameras on the house, because the cops don't give a shit if people, if people steal your packages. Like, you call the cops, they're like, yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> okay. here's I have evidence. Yeah.
0: Unless you have a license plate number, you got pretty much nothing.
2: I think I told you this story before, but, like, when I lived in an apartment building, I had dropped my wallet in the garage and someone who you had to have the opener to get in the garage, the parking area. Like you had Uh to be a a resident to get into the parking area. Okay. And clearly my address is on the license, (laughs) but my kindly neighbor, rather than, you know, bringing me my wallet went down to the bank and tried to, you know, steal money out of my, out of the credit card with the credit cards. And, (laughs) and I reported to the police and I'm like, yeah, so here are the times. Like I give you all these timestamps, all you have to do. And I was trying to explain to them like, but you understand this person lives in my building. I'd like to know who the criminal is. (laughs) They were like, "No, we don't care. We don't care. Sorry, we don't nope. do petty crime. We don't do petty crime. No, nope. so nowhere to turn. But social, <laughs> social media for shaming. <laughs> do you it. know
0: this man? Do you know this UPS man who leaves my <laughs> shit in the rain? Anyway, I don't know. All right. I think, like I said, let's let's. I'm, it's the Christmas season, so let's give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's. He's increase, busy. I know. Let's increase. Let's increase your signage. Slightly, and let's see if you get any results. We'll check back with you in a little while. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put up a sign. Make your kids make the sign. It's a project for them.
2: Oh yeah, they don't have. They don't have to be school legible. next week.
0: They don't have school next week. That'll be fine.
2: <laughs> All the packages are basically here at this point anyway, <laughs> except for the stuff that like you buy and, and is you don't realize is coming from China until after you've purchased it. It's like, oh, maybe that'll show up.
0: I'd like to save at least a couple of presents for me to like go out and buy. Cause it's kind of nice to actually go out and buy some shit.
2: There's parts of it that's appealing with like a lot of it that is not.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go to some crazy place like South center or some nonsense like that. I'll go to, I'll go to some place that's slightly less, you know, mob intensive.
2: Sure. Well, we used to have the country village out here, which was like this little collection of boutique shops, but they tore that down. <laughs> They have to build housing. I understand. (laughs) It was taking up a lot of space and it wasn't doing a lot of traffic. Right. They did have the best Santa setup, though. They had like a legit Santa in like a special house that was all decorated like Santa's house. If you saw my pictures from uh, last holiday season of the the gingerbread millennium falcon, that was (laughs) from the Santa's house at the country village. And they had reindeer, like live reindeer outside in the...
0: Oh, that's a serious business. Then it was it's gone cool. now.
2: And it was, yeah, it was never crazy busy. You went in there, you waited maybe five minutes walked right in there. And it
0: was really good. We for got, kids. we got our Santa pictures done this week. We walked straight. It was like Monday, <laughs> Monday evening, seven o'clock. We stroll in straight onto Santa's lap, get our pictures taken out of there. Who literally, are those pictures for literally, these literally 10 minutes. Nice. It was great.
2: Maybe because I'll just put a suit on and get the Polaroid
1: camera out. <laughs> Going you're, gonna, you're gonna, you you're,
0: you're, you'd be an excellent, you're gonna be an excellent real beard Santa someday. I can just see you sitting there, like trying to deal with kids. You'd be like, "Shut up,
2: kid." You'd be like bad Santa. You'd be like, you'd be like Billy Bob. Oh, I'm already terrible. Like there's times where I, the, the kids want to tell me something, and they'll describe me what they want to tell me, and I'm like, it's hard for me to tell you how much I don't have any interest in hearing about this. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to your uh, your future as a real beard Santa. I hope I'm uh, I hope I'm old. En- I hope I'm senile enough to like or n- or not senile enough to enjoy those days. <laughs> I don't think so. Because you'll be like 65. I'll be like 75. What are you? 75, 78. If you're 70, I'll be 80. By the time you're a white beard Santa, real beard Santa. Yeah, you think I'm have this
2: beard for 30 years? <laughs> You've had it for 10, it's right? Been, it's been like four years. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a huge real
0: beard, real beard. You're going to be a real beard Santa. I don't think so. I think so. I think you should, I
2: think you should just call it now. And just do it. Well, thanks again to Jay for joining us tonight to join, <laughs> you know, to do the, the, to be the deciding vote in the Bay Bracket and impressive negotiating. Well, not negotiating skills. Like, what would you call it? I guess it just influential skills too. Yeah. He
0: just influenced, his passion just influenced us.
2: He was impressive. His knowledge of Michael Bay was encyclopedic.
0: I, I, I have never, I've, we've never had anything like that on this show.
2: I enjoyed it. was amazing. It. Yeah. All right. That's our show. And thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod, where we hope to l- help you live a more deeply examined life. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. I think we're off again next week. It is Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll be back shortly after that in the new year with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace!